0: It is time for the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Podcast, brought to you by WinningSynthetics.com, your one-stop for all things Amsoil and TheHockeyArsenal.com. Now, here are your hosts, TJ Hollingsworth and Daniel Dave Dickerson. Away, boys
1: good morning good evening good afternoon everyone welcome to another exciting action-packed fun-filled episode of midlife hockey crisis the beer league podcast thank you so much for that wonderful introduction kelly my name is tj hollingsworth your host and i am joined by always the man the myth the legend the dangler dave dickerson dave what's up my man
0: what up man I'm just sitting in my garage and not playing how about you yeah
1: I'm kind of in that same boat too uh, played last night and uh, now the world's kind of come crashing down um, let me do a little disclaimer here real quick because we're gonna talk about some stuff and we're probably going gonna bring this part of it up one time uh, for for what I think are obvious reasons um, here's the bottom line look uh, there are no shortages of places online uh, you know on the internet newspapers on over there television where you can get information about how to protect yourself from the uh, the coronavirus so uh, since I'm not qualified to tell you how Dave I don't think you're qualified either is that correct? Uh, no.
0: Yep. No, you're okay. right. Nope, no, no, since,
1: since neither one of us are qualified to tell you about uh, how to stay healthy and safe with the coronavirus, we're not going to talk about that here on the podcast. Uh, everybody else and their brother's talking about it. Uh, there is no shortage of places to get information, and uh, we have decided that uh, with this podcast, we are going to try and provide everybody uh, some relief or distraction uh, from all that's going on. It's absolutely serious. It's absolutely important uh, that you follow all the uh, the precautions that are being laid out by healthcare professional. And we certainly encourage everyone to do that. However, uh, I think most of the country, Dave, is in the same situation you are. Uh, it's Monday afternoon here in Indianapolis, and it was uh, just in the last couple of hours the uh, the, I, the the places you and I play have uh, pulled the plug. The governor of Indiana said, "Okay, let's just shut everything down." We're you know groups of people of fifty or more gathering nightclubs, restaurants, all that. So uh, so our season is on uh, suspension. I guess for lack of a better term, you were supposed to play tonight, right?
0: Yeah, I was supposed to play tonight and Wednesday and they uh they canceled at six o'clock. So I gotta I gotta stick a puck in today. Well
1: that's good. Uh, but
0: yeah, that was kinda I knew it was gonna happen. So at six o'clock they're shutting down the facility that I went to. Uh, the other facility I believe they shut down last night. I
1: think yeah, after the, uh, after your games. Yeah, we right? uh, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what happened. Um, I played uh two D league games last night. I played in our game. Uh, and, again, the jealousy stick came through. I got two goals in our game. And then sucked yeah, and the that. next game got another awesome. one. It, I'm telling you what, that stick is just absolutely amazing. And we'll talk about that here in a minute. But, yeah, when it was all finished up, uh, we had a, a physician who uh, who plays in one of the leagues, came out and talked to everybody and just kind of gave everybody a heads up of what's probably coming down the pike. Uh, and, uh, sure enough, it happened this morning. Um, so, right now, we don't know when we're going to be able to get back on the ice. Uh League, one of our leagues had wrapped up. Our, our midweek league had just wrapped up. You and I played against each other last Wednesday, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. Right. But uh, yeah, there's no stick and puck. There's no practice. There's, there's no nothing for a little while. So, um, again, what we're going to do is we're going to try to provide you with a distraction from all that because uh, it may be days, weeks, months, whatever. What is that? Sound like you have Maracas going. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Let's keep it. Let's leave it in there. Why not? I don't know how to take it out anyway. So, but, uh, yeah, there, there, we don't know when we're going to be able to get back on the ice. So we're going to talk hockey, keep everybody enthused and motivated about it. And who knows, maybe we can find some silver lining in this downtime, and we can talk about uh, today how you know, some things you can do to improve your game uh, while you can't get to the ice. So, uh, again, no coronavirus stuff. Um, Plenty other places for that We're going to stick with hockey Uh, As I mentioned here Dave Before we get in our conversation I'm doing a little experiment right now We're on Facebook live uh, Over on our our page over there Midlife Hockey Crisis I think it's facebook.com Forward slash Midlife Hockey Crisis And make sure you follow us there And on Instagram Same name At Midlife Hockey Crisis You can also jump over on our YouTube All of our podcasts Dave Are automatically placed on YouTube um, I haven't got in there and put tags or anything on it to help people find it If you search midlife hockey crisis, it'll come up uh, But there's also some videos we've made on there uh, some some information on the, uh, the hockey arsenal This is before we got the uh, jealousy stick, but there's a lot of stuff on there And I think we're gonna take this opportunity uh, to kind of start increasing our our, uh, our presence there on YouTube as well. So that's where we're at Dave. Do you have anything to add to that?
0: No, I don't, man. I'm just sitting here, just sitting in my own sadness. <laughs> but you know what? We'll get we'll get through it. I mean, we do have some topics, some things to to help. But
1: total, total first world yeah. problems. I'm all right. I'm all right with that.
0: Yeah, right. We can't get on the ice. <laughs> we can't
1: get on the ice, but that doesn't mean we can't work on our game. So let's, let's talk right. about that a little bit. Now, Dave, you are currently uh, going through the education process. You're in school uh, to become a physical therapist. So this will work out because a lot of the stuff I think we're going to bring up today is going to be uh, right in your wheelhouse. So I definitely want to tap into your, uh, your your knowledge and some of that money you're spending on that education, if that's okay.
0: Right. All the money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so great. Let's let, let's go ahead. I, I, I'm going to start first with uh, uh, something we kind of touched on here briefly, and I want you to get in some detail. But, uh, you know, as we get older, all right, I'm 52 years old. Dave, you're going to be in the 50 Club here before too long. Uh, eventually, next, yeah. yeah. before too much longer. Uh, one of the things that begins to go as we start to sit behind desks or we start doing jobs where there's a lot of repetitive motion is we begin to lose flexibility. Um, it's like it starts probably in the lower body uh, just as quickly as the upper body, but uh, when it comes time to jump out on the ice, uh, I mean, that flexibility is something that's going to not only make you a better player, but it's also going to keep you from getting injured. Um, I mean, just, just a couple things off the top of your head, Dave. What are some, some issues you see uh, you know, later in life players facing, and what are some things they can do to, to prevent that or to kind of reverse some of that, uh, some of that loss of range of motion process?
0: Well, that's just it. Is flex- <clears throat> flexibility and range of motion are two of the things that go first. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I'm getting texts left and right about this. Uh, you know, obviously, those are massive um, things that contribute to the game. Also, one thing, we're actually talking about it now in class, mm-hmm. is, uh, um, you, you know, your... Uh, your reaction time right so your your reaction time slows your your nerves they they kind of they slow down with you and overall the overall the best thing that you can do i mean it's it's pretty simple is just stay active um you know that's one thing that we're going to talk about today is just as long as you stay active i mean that's one of the number one things that can keep your flexibility range of motion you know uh, visual acuity, your mm-hmm. reaction time um, you know, your lung capacity even, and, you know, your car- aspects of your cardio game. But um, overall, just staying active. And that's one thing that, like, now uh, it's m- more important than ever, especially with right. who knows how long we're going to be on a break here.
1: Right. Uh, w- when it comes to flexibility, I, probably one of the first things I noticed uh, when I started playing is the the importance of hip flexors and, more importantly, right. how quickly – those go away and for for just to kind of give explain to everybody what your hip flexors where are they what do they do and then what are some things folks can do to to kind of get those stretch back out and get those loosened back up
0: i won't get too medical uh you know because we're the lay person basically your butt lower back inside of your hips and then everything attached to it i mean those are the things that uh, the way that we skate the way that we move those are empirical is you know as far as your uh, your your center of gravity, it's right there just above your belt. Right. right back. And I mean, your hip flexors, you
1: know? they, they play a huge role in you being able to lift your knee up, right?
0: Right. Uh, you know, and keeping that flexibility, keeping that motion, that's, that's key for, I mean, anything from playing hockey on the defensive end to, uh, walking up the stairs.
1: Right. And, and I'll tell you, it goes back to, uh, my days when I was, uh, working at the Harley Davidson dealership, I would have some of you guys come in, and, you know, they're in their, uh, you know, mid forties and up and they could not lift their leg up over their motorcycle to climb on it. They had to lift their leg up. You'd see, reach down, you see, grab their pant leg to pull their knee up. And that just comes from a loss of, of range of motion in the hip flexors. And that just used to baffle me how you know, how that happens. But, you know, when you're know when you a kid, you're running, or at least kids when we were kids, you were running all the time, running, riding your bike, you're doing all these things, keeping all those, you know, all those leg muscles moving. And then all of a sudden, you know, adulting hits and you're sitting behind a desk maybe, or you're, you know, you spend a lot of time standing in front of a machine, operating your machine or whatever. And suddenly you don't do these activities. And before you notice, you know, suddenly you can't lift your knees up anymore over your waist, or, or things of that nature. And in hockey, hey, that skating is you—you know—pumping those legs side to side if you're doing it right, and, and getting down the ice. And when those hip flexors are gone, you, you kind of lose your ability to create any power.
0: Right, and you know, if, when you go to bed at night, or you sit on the couch, and then that tightness when you get mm-hmm. up—those are all mm-hmm. those are all little little pieces of that puzzle. Um,
1: what what are some yeah, things? I mean, what are some things? Uh, some stretches, or what are some resources people can use to figure out, you know, how they can uh, how they can begin to uh, start training those muscle groups again?
0: Dude, one of the things, and I just found it online. I mean, we're, I'm trying to cross reference hockey to some of my classes, but I have found something uh, online, and I absolutely love it. I started doing it at my home uh, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it, it's a simple it's a simple website or a simple YouTube. It's called Hockey Training. And every single thumb, uh, everything on there, and, and uh, of all the things that I've watched, they're barely on the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's other things for that. But this is, it's a couple of guys. Uh, one guy's a strength coach, and he'll get in and he'll talk. He doesn't talk too deep, like, oh, the psoas muscle. You know, he'll be right. like, the muscle inside of your hip, um, you know, they right. – there's a zillion things on there to show you how to stretch. They, I mean, obviously how to keep your game going, but uh, also tips on how to improve your game on certain aspects of it.
1: Well, I mean, the importance of flexibility, again, not, not to beat a dead horse here, but uh, I was on a breakaway last night and had a defender that was on, the, you know, playing a good, good position on the inside. So I decided, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a quick stop and try and get them, you know, try and get them to do a flyby. And when I did, I was just, I, I did not stop hard enough for as fast as I was skating. And I, I took a tumble. I, I landed like a pretzel. Uh, when I hit, I could feel my, I could feel the vertebrae of my spine pop, you know, like I'd been at the chiropractor and, uh, went down on my hip, uh, got up and I thought, oh boy, this is going to be kind of painful, but I was pleasantly surprised that, Uh, Other than just a little bit of discomfort when I got home, I was able to finish the game just fine. In fact, I went on and scored after that, Uh, but I was fine. just this, again, the slightest bit of discomfort, kind of like if you if you sleep kind of you know all cattywampus and you wake up with a little bit of a you know a, a stiff back. That's all I had out of that this morning, and I've got to believe it plays into the fact that you know I've started doing some. Uh, you know, I'm a YouTube guy. Everybody knows that that listens to the show. Uh, found some yoga, some basic yoga for hockey stretching, and I think that went a long way in why I was able to take such a hard fall, and that was two of them this week, by the way, uh, and yeah. and not really suffer too much over it.
0: Yoga yoga's fantastic. I did it when I when I was a runner and that's the only reason why I think that I could sustain my running for another 10 years. Right. Um, you know, it a lot of a lot of things release when when you're obviously when you're doing it properly, but you know, yoga releases a lot of that tension. Um, you know, especially I mean, it's a mental thing too. Mm-hmm. So you you know, mentally you're you're cleansing yourself, but um yeah, as far as that goes, the, the stretching and the and the just the mobility and the moving your muscles I mean we play a very violent uh, and aggressive sport and if, if your muscles and, and you know uh, everything else isn't in check it's you're not going to play to the to the right. best of your ability
1: right well cool well and again I I, I reference uh, YouTube is a great great place to find I mean just type in hockey yoga and there will be literally thousands of videos that come up Uh, I just happened to pick one that was about a 30 minute workout and if I can't do all of it I try to do aspects of it at some point during the day and it's been great if you are a wrestling fan if you're like me and had kids that that, uh, were glued to the TV on Thursday night when WCW was having their big run in the 90s Diamond Dallas Page has created a yoga uh, program called DDP Yoga. Uh, it's an app you can download. Uh, it's got an accountability thing into it, but if you watch there's a, there's a great uh, show that's called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Uh, guy, without, without getting too deep in the weeds here, the guy went through some, some substance abuse issues and body was falling apart and Dallas Page reached out to him and they did this entire documentary about how they got him back into shape and back healthy. And a lot of it was featuring this DDP yoga. There's a, he's on a, there's a, a great uh, episode of the Joe Rogan podcast where DDP's is on Diamond Dallas page. Uh, again, if you think uh, you know yoga's for women and for sissies, uh, listen to this podcast and watch what this guy does and has been able to do with people. I can't say enough good things about yoga. My, I only wish I had the opportunity or could create the opportunity to get a little more involved in it. Because I think it's one of those things that will be good for you, not only for hockey, but all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah, I think I've I've seen par- parts and pieces of that mm-hmm. uh, on, on how DDP turned himself around uh, physically, right? Uh, and then he's—I don't know friend the word. I think maybe you showed me or you talked about it, uh, and you launched me onto watching that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's it—you can't you can't <laughs> go wrong. It's just one of those things that will pay you dividends down the road. Uh, Dave, you, you mentioned something else there a second ago, and I want to jump back to that because probably the first thing that's going to go not getting on the ice is going to be hockey conditioning, the cardio aspect of it. <laughs> Now you'd mentioned running right. a little earlier, right? Due to some foot problems I've had for many years, I haven't been able to run in probably 15 years. You're a little more current than that than I am. What right. is your take? How how much benefit can can a, a hockey player get from running? Is that gonna they gonna keep it close? Is that just gonna? Uh, well, talk tell yeah, everybody I mean, what, it, what's your thought?
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as the card, you know, as far as the cardio, your lung capacity, and you know our shifts are super short but they're extremely intense whereas running is i mean you you don't get that intense that quick but um yeah i mean i think the lung capacity and your breathing and your your oxygen transfer that you know all the science Mm -hmm. stuff behind it but you're just going to feel better i think if you can sustain some running or even biking i think biking might be um you know, it, it might translate a little better too because you're using different sets of muscles. Right. Um, and you're crouched down, and that's, you know, you got back, your back is into it. But uh, between the two, yeah, I mean, I think just bottom line is the cardio aspect of it, uh, especially our shifts. They're lightning quick. Right. You know, for, for most of us. Uh, you know, you're out there, <laughs> you're out there, you know who you are. You, you um, five
1: minute fish, you know who you are.
0: <laughs> you know, like you're out there for a couple minutes. <laughs> and you're really exerting a lot of cardio. When you sit back on the bench, you're just like gassed. I think that uh, when you're running and, sw- and swimming too. I mean, swimming would be ridiculously amazing. Right. But and biking, you know, all the things that are gonna they're gonna push the buttons for your cardio. Uh, you know, and all, again, we keep saying jump online, jump online. But you know, hockey's so so specific that you know a lot of things transfer over. Uh, but you know, as far as the cardio, that I think for me, those are three of the things that help help me survive on those uh shifts
1: right i'm, those lo- are, I'm sorry no,
0: i was gonna say that those things are things those are the the things i'm gonna start picking up uh especially with our downtime is right. i'm looking at my bike now like i'm gonna go off for a bike ride i'm gonna go off for a run just just to upkeep that cardio because once you get back on the ice man it's gonna be it's gonna be two right. minute shifts yeah you're gonna be like five seconds
1: well i'm looking at my uh my stats from the hockey tracker app. Um, that i use i'm looking from uh, last night's first game average heart rate now this is average over the hour and 10 minutes we we're on the ice so that includes you know in between periods and what have you was 163 beats per minute with a max heart rate of 185 so i mean that that's we're way out of aerobic we're talking anaerobic here uh hit cardio high intensity interval training dave tell everybody what that is and how that could benefit
0: that's uh it's kind of the same from from everything that i've done with it or worked with it my buddy andrew is a as a personal trainer this mm-hmm. is something he is specific on so he's got a little station set up but you know it, it's exactly that almost like a shift right you you really spike up your heart rate you let it come down you spike up your heart rate you let it come down and then you it's not like you're doing the same thing over right. and over i you know maybe one's a row one's a run one's a box jump um what 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 do you have with that? Do you do do you do hit training?
1: Yeah, I I I do hit training. I've been doing it for quite some time even before I started playing hockey just because of the fact that uh in motorsports there's some similarities where your heart rate is up for very high for for shorter periods of time. So there's a lot that relates. I mean, you can do it. If I I like the idea of combining it with some type of resistance training. You know, not super right. heavy, but like you can do light weights, high reps at a high high pace, or even using yeah. resistance bands. Um, you can do it that way. It, it, you know, if you're really hard up, you don't have any equipment. If you have a treadmill, uh, you do you sprint for a minute and a half, or you, you run you run as fast as you can for a minute and a half, then you walk for a minute. Repeat that cycle. Or there's always the dreaded burpees.
0: Ah, uh, burpees are the worst. Uh, we uh, <laughs> so there's two things that I so per, uh, I want to say it's performance training in Chicago. That's where I we did some of this hit training. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's also accelerated. I don't mean to give them a shout out, but you know, cause they're sadists they're horrible <laughs> humans to put us through what they did. But anyway, they had, I mean, you know, we did the burpees, we did, right. we did resistance band. We did a lot of weights and, uh, and it's cool because stuff like stuff like that, uh, they show you how to do it properly. Right. Not just go to the gym and do it on your own. But one of the things they had as part of their training was, and this is the dreaded, dreaded thing we did was a manual treadmill.
1: Oh, and brutal.
0: <laughs> I feel like we could close all the prisons and, and put prisoners on the manual treadmill, that's instant rehab. Put, or, you that, know, like,
1: put that on T V just so this is this is what's coming if you step out of line, folks. And it, is, t- it oh, is the most miserable oh. thing.
0: And you talk about spiking your heart rate. Oh, I mean man. there's 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 chuck buckets that are around because <laughs> some, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> but you know like the burpees and the suicides and the resistance stuff, but that when when Accelerated did that to us, that was the epitome of, of the hit training. That's that was a nightmare, man. So if anybody's on a or has access to a uh, treadmill such as that run, just literally run away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was awful. So staying flexible, working on your cardio, let's talk about real quick. We got about three minutes, what you can do for your game. Now, uh, assuming if you play, you have a hockey stick and good chance you have either a Swedish ball or a wooden ball, a golf ball, or if you're really ate up, you have a green biscuit. Uh, have you, Dave, have you ever played with anybody that did not need to practice their stick handling?
0: No, no, especially either? in our leagues. No, I mean, <laughs> ever, even Sidney Crosby, you know, folks oh like that, and Connor McDavid, they, they need to practice
1: all, no, all I mean, the time.
0: There's, yeah, there's plenty of tools out there. The green biscuits, great. I I use uh, some of the practice balls in my garage. Uh, I like I try those. to think. Yeah, there's different weights. There's just there's different thermometers. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, is that what it is? The how strength, Hardness? how hard yeah. they are. Yep, sure. Um, which is wonderful. Um, yeah, you can really work on stick handling and movement with those.
1: If you have the space, if you've got a basement or you have a garage, this is something that I plan on doing. Uh, Jordy Trottier, who has been a guest on here. Uh, Hit me up with this. He said, you know, he goes, "Uh, just you do this on your feet, in your tennis shoes. You you set up, you know, depending on how much room you have, a lawn chair or two lawn chairs and just practice dangling around those. I was like, that's brilliant. Uh, There's uh, some uh, online videos like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. But uh, imagine. Yeah. Imagine being able to go back now. Uh, you, you, we take a, I don't know, two, three, four week break, whatever it is. All of a sudden we come back to the ice and all of a sudden you, you know, you're, you're skating up the ice like a dangling machine and everybody's starting to tell, everybody's screaming at you to move up. So, I mean, right. <laughs> this, this, you could take advantage of this time. You could either sit around and do nothing or not only stay active, but take this time to do some of the things maybe that you've talked to yourself. Oh, I don't have time to do that. Cause I play too much or whatever. Take advantage of this time. Make yourself a better hockey player. Take your mind off everything that's going on around you too. Let's be real: the more negativity you have pulled into your brain, the harder it is for you to keep your attitude and stay in a good mood. I mean, that, that, right. this is what it is.
0: Right. And uh, one other thing is uh, consider your diet too, because oh. you know we're, we're eating pretty crappy, drinking beer, and then we still have you know skate and run. But man, if we're just take if everybody's taking a break and you're still shoveling in the powder donuts and Coors Lights. I mean, good for you, but <laughs> but getting back out there, you know, you're yeah. gonna wreck everything. This- but uh, cardio, 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 and and weight training of muscles
1: can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. No, right. Dave, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out our brand new sponsor, Cambox USA. Those are the folks that make that killer camera that you've seen me uh, post some videos for. Uh, they weren't designed for hockey helmets, they're actually designed for motorsports helmets. So, uh, still working on a few tweaks. But every time I take that thing out, I'm getting better and better footage. And as soon as I've got it to where I think it needs to be, we'll start posting more and more of that as we go along. Uh, check them out Cambox USA. That's C A M B O X USA. Promo code MIDLIFE. Get yourself a nice discount. Get yourself 5% off, guys. And you can combine that with any other offer they're doing. You can't go wrong. Folks, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. For the dangler, for myself, just let me say, Kelly, take it away. You have been listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Podcast. We'll
0: see you next period.